from Ennui. This is Ennui Talk. You can support the show and other Ennui projects by subscribing to Ennui Plus on Patreon. But for now, sit down and enjoy. If you're listening, this is um, Ennui Talk, obviously. Um, And I'm back with my man, Noel Peterson. How are we? Are we good? Oh, uh, no. No? <laughs> Managing. Elaborate. Managing. Let's elaborate on that. Well, I mean, I've just been stuck in my room for about like three weeks now. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've been <laughs> so lonely. Um, I've beat my dick till it's raw countless times. Fucking <laughs> hell. I think it is a, like there'd be so many people. Like, I think after all this pandemic finishes, there'd be a lot of people going to the doctors and like, Okay, there's something wrong with my dick. It's like, it's like a sludge of meat now. It looks like crushed carcass. Oh, that's fucking funny. I'm I'm expecting that. That's Um, disgusting. (laughs) Like, surely... um, Fuck me. Like, surely people have other things to do than just beat their meat. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think people actually beat them... They're going to beat that meat, that their meat so much that it's going to get that bad? Depends on, like, the demographic. Because, like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a teen boy, right? I, I I'm mm. friends with a bunch of teen boys, and you know, you turn into a bit of a competition, try and beat each other's records, you know. Sorry, wait, 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 wait. Are we saying that? Are you saying that you and your male teenage friends are having a competition of who can jack off the most during quarantine? Like, not it's it's not strict a strict competition, but it's just like you know, you'll hop in Discord and you'll be like. Yeah, boys. What's the what's the number at today? What's the? How, okay, that sounds pretty competitive. <laughs> Come on. It, it is competitive, but it's not like it's not like we're doing the jack off cup. Um, is there a, is there a leaderboard? Not really. I'm sort of like putting together one in my mind. There's like this fat okay. Asian guy that I know. Mm. Um, shout out Ulimba. Um, that's not a real name. That's not no, a real name. That's his real name. That's his like Asian name. We, his oh, name's yeah. Aaron Ulimba, but it, like everyone calls him Aaron. That's his cracker name. His cracker name. Interesting. Cracker name. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Fuck, I'm getting old. So, oh, fuck me. That's ridiculous. Oh, But has it been... Have you... The thing is, like, I feel like with our sort of people, do you think... Wouldn't we be used to being inside all the time? To an extent, though, maybe? I don't know. Maybe, like, I guess. But I mean, like... I just go out for like other stuff. Like I, I go out for school, and it's like when I stay in, it's because I want to stay in. And it's yeah. like it's at the start, it was kind of chill because like I just slept until eleven on a school day, and I like, you know, just vibed out, played music while I was doing English and whatever. But then like two weeks in, it's just like I'm so bored. Like I've done everything so many times over. And that's what it is. But and you still got to do the work. Like that's the worst bit. It's not like oh, I can just do whatever, I still sort of need to do the schoolwork. But as you were saying before we were recording, you were like, there's no um, accountability for actually doing the work itself. No, no. Like, worst they can do is, like, email someone being like, hey, come on, do the work. And you just be like, no. And then what are they going to do? Nothing. Yeah, it's not like, they, how are they going to give me a detention? I'll just play Animal Crossing, you know? Exactly. Like, why not? Just play some, say, play some crossing, man. That's literally all I've been doing today. Oh, really? Bro, yeah, fishing and getting what do you, what do you call them? Bugs, catching bugs, catching okay, fish. Okay, let's 
let's let's just okay, let's, let's take a step back. I used to play Animal Crossing when I was about ten. Now, is Animal Crossing a kids game? Yeah, probably. Like interesting. It's, it's clearly designed for like a sort of approachable like demographic. Like mm. you go in there and it's very, it's very sanitized and clean and everything, and it's very easy, simple to understand. But like anyone can like you enjoy it and take it in. Like it's mad. It's cool. It's just fun I, to like mm. chill out to, and like everyone can appreciate a game to chill out to. Yeah, you're right, and I think that I think it's like, well, what's the difference between like that and like Minecraft? Like, I feel like there's a lot of adults who play Minecraft. Same with like even like oh like Mario games or like any of those sort of Sega games. Like they're not really aimed at kids, but they sort of feel like they are. But like. It doesn't have a demographic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- I think that's probably because, like, you get the stigma around, like, games not targeted for children, and mm. it's, like, violent, gory sort of games, and that's what you typically think of, an, like, an adult person playing. But it's, like, anyone can, like, take in Mario or anything. Like, that's not aimed at anyone. It's just for everyone. It's interesting that, like, a game like Call of Duty, which, like, I feel like it's not a bad game. But it has, like, a bad... If you said Call of Duty or COD, people would be like, oh, are you a teenage boy who just, like, you know, yells out the N-word over the headset and shit? Like, it has a bad rep for itself. But I know so many, like, middle-aged men and women who play it all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just sort of the reputation it's got for itself. So that's um, interesting. Yeah, I, I know, like, everyone I know, like, plays Call of Duty... My dad plays mm. it, my brother plays it, my friends play it. I play it. Interesting. Nine year old girl down the street probably plays it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was actually I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was this guy and he was saying like back in the day at conventions, like he's like a forty year old man now, when he was like a teenager, there'd be conven- like gaming conventions, but it would be like only like sweaty, fat, neck bearded fucks. And now it's like and there was like no women. And he was like he saw a like a guy, a fat, sweaty, neck bearded guy, but he was walking with like a semi-attractive woman, and he's like, "Wow, I've seen a woman at a gaming convention." And now it's like full of them, like with the cosplayers, and I think a majority of them are cosplayers. Like I feel like there aren't many. I don't know. Do you think a large majority of people of gay um female gamers are interested in cosplaying at least do you think i don't know i think it's just like if you're interested in cosplay chance are you'll be interested in video games sort of thing um like i don't i think that sort of goes that way rather than vice versa like i've been to my own like i've been to conventions gaming conventions and there's been it's been pretty diverse like surprisingly diverse there but you know like and while there are a lot of cosplayers they still are like a minority sort of thing so, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. See, I went to RTX, and that was like as much as it is Rooster Teeth convention. It is very the Australian one, at least, is very, very much a gaming convention. And I feel like it was a lot of like it was a lot of teenagers, and it was a lot of guys, like not attractive guys, nerds. There's a lot of nerds. I think that was the major demographic for that one. It's interesting in Australia. Like, um, I was actually I was I don't know who I was talking to it about, but it was like. 
Rooster Teeth um, convention, RTX, in America is, like, very much like, oh, the Rooster Teeth personalities and it's, um, like, all the people are there and they have their own little mini, like, place within RTX for the animation stuff and all these animators come and there's all these different stuff. And then at RTX in Australia, it was like, they've got the main, they had the, the ma- like, two main stages with, and they brought some people over. They had a gaming stage and pretty much everything else there was gaming. Like, and that's where they made the majority of like their, their, like their brand stuff and that. Like there was people selling like gaming chairs and there was like a, um, this like van that was like people could go up and play games and there was like all these computers set up and like, that's what it was. It was a gaming convention much more than anything else. And I just found that very interesting. Yeah. I always like wondered like how RTX worked because it seems like such a specific thing like, based around Rooster Teeth to make a convention for. Like, I've been to uh, the EB Games Expo, and that's, like, gaming. That's all these different companies showing off their games. So that makes sense. And I've been to Supernova, which is, like, a pop culture expo. So that's just gaming and cartoons and movies and whatever you want. But then, like, with RTX, it just seemed like such a specific thing that it didn't seem like I had enough to make a convention out of. But I guess if it's, like, more of a gaming thing, then that makes that sort of makes sense, yeah. I think they sort of went like, okay, there's not enough. Well, okay, I think that like the the few years before they had RTX at RTX Australia at a smaller venue, and they're like, okay, maybe we can make it bigger. But I think they also said now we can make it bigger, but also have all these brands come and pay us to like have their own booth and have their own stuff, blah blah blah. And then the year after, it didn't happen they had achievement hunter guys come over and do like a live show in a few of the cities and that's it yeah i I don't really know i've really kept up with it but um see jack's a very big fan of rooster teeth he's always said he actually went to rtx a few years back i think 2017 yeah he went the year before me i remember that one of his profile pictures was him with um anything for views oh yeah that's that's a good photo that's what a great photo that is that's an incredible photo do you think, like, there's, like, the thing is, like, like, with RTX in America, as I was saying, like, it's very, like, the personality, like, the online, it's an internet culture um, convention, while the Australian one was, like, internet culture slash 70% of it was actually gaming. Do you think there's actually, like, enough of an audience for people to, is there enough of an audience in Australia to have a convention that is strictly, like, internet culture? And internet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I, I don't know. I, I I would probably hazard a guess to say not, just because of how like small, how much smaller the populations are compared to like America. Because we've got like, they've got like ten times more our population or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I I people would show up. I just don't know if it'd be like enough to be profitable or whatever. See, I think there's the audience, but I think it's, a lot of it's like, there's not many, you'd have to be spending so much money bringing people over from overseas, because there's not, okay, in the sort of decent internet cult, like, not like the shitty Australian YouTubers, like, oh, I can't even think of them, like, Champ Chong and fucking shit like that. There's not going to be... Champ Chong? (laughs) what's Champ? He's this Asian dude who plays games, and like, nobody really likes him anymore. He used to be, like, big, like, talking about Xbox and PlayStation and shit, but, like, 
Now Jeez. he's just he's just cringe. He's a me. It's Max Mofo always makes just like jokes about him on Twitter all the time. But like <laughs> excluding like anything for views, Max Mofo, um, Misfits, and like a handful of other Australian creators. There's not many in that sort of strictly online entertainment industry that could be big draws, at least. Yeah. Yeah, let's see what you mean. No. So that's that's all what I've always wanted, like, obviously myself to be, I guess, like a uh, a respected and known internet Australian creator personality, whatever you want to call it. But it's not that fucking easy. And I think of a lot of them, the thing is, a lot. it's hard to make, if you can't make money in it, you can't get known and all, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's the thing. Like, there's no traditional, do you know what I mean? Like, how, like in America, like there's all these Twitch streamers and there's all these like online uh, creators that make content for YouTube. They're not necessarily like YouTube YouTubers, if you know what I mean. Like, they're just, do you know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah. they have all this other stuff going on as well. But in Australia, it's like there's none of that. There's really hardly any. No. Speaking of like making profit, have you ever hmm. like reached out to brands and thought about doing like brand deals? I ha- I have. I have a little bit. I've thought about it and I've also reached out for a few. And I feel like the best way to do that is like, like I feel like they're using their corporate email. A lot of them doesn't really work that well. But like I've tried like the Instagram DM thing and because apparently it works and the thing is it didn't work with a lot of the brands like what i was trying to do back when ben and i were going to do the only coffee club which was sort of like going to be our version of like rent and link sitting at a table doing something and what we're going to do was like every episode or for the whole like each episode for the month um we would review somebody's coffee or say like oh like and this week, this month, this episode, we're drinking coffee by these guys. Talk about it for like half a minute or a minute. And then that's your brand deal. And I reached out to a heap, but it just, none of them really just didn't happen. I feel like yeah, if like, I was a bit bigger. Yeah, I guess you I probably know. want those like views or like the signs of like an upward tick in success to sort of like yeah. garner that sort of attention, I guess. I feel like we're too small right now. I think a thousand subs, you could do something. And I think like if it was five, if, I, we, have a, if we had like 5K or even 10K, we could get a decent amount. Like it wouldn't be fucking fantastic, but it'd be a decent amount sort of thing. Yeah. Because like, what do they say? Like a hundred thousand, like it's, it is, it's, there's more semantics involved, but it's like a hundred thousand subs you can make a living on they say something like that like you have the audience do you know what i mean yeah i've always wondered like how much like you would need like attention or any name because like a hundred thousand seems like a lot but then relatively it it sort of seems too low to like live off that's the thing it's like what is a hundred thousand like okay the hundred thousand people subscribe to the channel let's say like a hundred thousand people aren't going to watch every single video um, you probably have like, I think it's, it depends at like, for, for example, Fred's channel with like fucking eight, 10 million subscribers has like videos aren't getting, even getting a hundred thousand views now. Like they're all like dog shit, yeah, but it's like this like, other, hmm. Yeah. They're not even Fred. Have you seen the Fred movies? 
Oh, they're fucking dog shit. John they're, Cena's his dad. I don't get it. They're so good. I love those movies so much. Like, he sold oh out so bad. But he's, John Cena's his dad. Like, that's pretty good. Like, genuinely, I've had, like, actual laughs at them. I've sort of, like, recently been trying to, like, just appreciate things, like, just for how much I enjoy them. Like, stop trying to be, like, super critical of things. Like, if I enjoy it, no matter how good it is, it's, like, I'd rather enjoy something that's objectively bad than, like, be bored by something that everyone's, like, sucking off. You mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's a, it's, it's like, is it a cheap laugh sort of thing? Like, it's, like, not, there's not much substance to it. It's a Nickelodeon film, though, at the end of the day. Yeah, but, like, they just have the funniest, like, moments. And I don't even think it's, like, unintentional. Because, like, Fred getting choke slammed by John Cena is just objectively hilarious. And there's no way they didn't do that on purpose sort of thing. So, you know, like... Yeah. That's I don't know. Funny. Yeah. I remember I like binge binged them all in one night and hearing that name just reignited those memories for oh, me. Oh fucking Fred. And now he's like a nobody. He's got nothing. Like he's his channel's dead. I think he sold off his channel and they're putting up other videos on there now. And he's now he's doing like traditional like as himself, like as Lucas. And no one gives a shit about him. It's the same thing with like all these like creators from like ten years ago. Like Ray William Johnson is dead. Absolutely. Oh my god, Ray William Johnson. Jesus Christ. Yeah. See, I actually half enjoyed his videos back in the day. I, I, I wasn't like around for his sort of heyday. Mm. Um, but like, I, yeah, I, I, get, I get what you mean. I, I'd sort of like catch glimpses and be like, that's pretty cool. When you, during your heyday, who were the biggest YouTubers that you were watching? Honestly, probably like Smosh. Like early Smosh really? was like when I like started, like got into sort of YouTube and stuff. And then it was like, I know people like Jack's films and God, I see, don't know. I, I don't know where it went from there. Then it just it all went downhill from there. See, I feel like Smosh is like even like back then. So what would that have been like? 2011, 2012 sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, around those years. See, I feel like that stuff was like it was higher produced, but decent. Like still decent. Like both Ian and Anthony like had a say in everything. Blah blah blah. Obviously, there's the whole thing with like the company and. They took over and blah, blah, blah. And they tried to do all these secondary shows in the secondary channel and it was shit. Blah, blah, blah. But I still kept up and they put out funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They, they See, like, they were really good. I, See, I don't back know in the I'm day. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm like blinded by my memories like of them. Because I, I haven't watched the videos of theirs in like one of their classics um, hmm. in like years. So, I don't know if it's just, like, the memories of it and because, like, I was about 10 years younger or whatever. Mm. But, you know, see, they, they were funny. They were enjoyable. See, I used to watch... I remember, like, I watched early Smosh, which was, like, there was um, Teleporting Fat Guy and it was when, like, Ian's mum was in there all the time and it was, like, when they were always in the house. Yeah. And some of them are classic videos. I watched some other ones. That, like, I, I remember... I was researching for a Bigfoot episode of Marty and there was the smosh did a video about Bigfoot and it was fucking like really unfunny. It had Shane Dawson in it as well as like the bad guy who was trying to catch Bigfoot as well. And it was like really cringy. But and then I looked at the date and it was like 2008, 2009. And I started watching like 2010, 11, 12 sort of thing when they were like, much better. Like, those two years of making... Because they made videos every week. Like, that's crazy to think about. That, yeah. 
Especially like back then when there was just like no reason to. Except, no, exactly. Except they enjoyed well, it, I guess. But you know, good on them. But like, I think they sort of started making a living. I think around that 2010 mark. But then, like, like I was thinking, like, oh well, that's why they they had the time to make it, of course. But imagine thinking of like an original decent video idea every week. Like there was not a video that I didn't enjoy during like that one two year period. I think. I mean, they were just like pumping them out, and they yeah, they just hit. They always they made slappers back in the day. Those those smosh oh, fellas. Yeah. See, like I actually remember, like this is when like I started first started um, talking to your brother Jack and Kieran as well, and I sort of I always had this idea in my head of Jack and Kieran being their own version of smosh, and now it sounds a bit cringy, but like i don't know like i i think this the sort of dynamic between like two best friends doing shit can be like really funny yeah and it's like if you've, it's got the, well. if you've got the chemistry there and it's like feels natural then it sort of feels like you're a third party in that an equation and it just like even if like the jokes don't always land or it isn't the best produced like the sort of familial feeling you get from it sort of like keeps you in snan and you want to just keep on I don't know, consuming. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like to think, like, with Onwe stuff, like, fucking a lot of it's not even that good. So even some of the stuff that I'm about to put out, I don't think is the best. Like, so much would be better. But I'm going to put it out and move on, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like people who like Onwe and like Marty will just enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, that's what matters for now. Like, obviously, I want to try and grow and all that sort of stuff, blah, 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 and get better. And that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm doing a few little online courses like about directing and producing and stuff. I actually, cause it through masterclass, which is like a, it's an online. Um, mm. Yeah. I've gone so many ads for that. Like I'm, I'm at the like precipice of like being tempted to, but then every time I'm like, I, I don't care. <laughs> like the, the ads are so convincing and it's like, God, that sounds really enticing. But like just where I am right now, it's just like, I just don't want to keep learning stuff. <laughs> No, no, exactly. Man. But like, I, I get so why like, I get why you would like do it because it'd actually be useful, like for you when you can like keep learning stuff and applying that, and then yeah, exactly. And like, I'm doing one on producing, and there's one on directing, and there's one on like filmmaking, and there's one on comedy by Steve Martin, and there's one on comedy by Judd Apatow. The um, like he's made Forty Odd Virgin and yeah. all those like all those sort of movies. And yeah. I got, I bought it because I, I, I had it like two years ago and did a little bit and then sort of faded off. But then I bought it the other day, $280 the whole year, which is like a lot of money, but it was a bit of an investment. And I got a free year to give to someone. So I gave it to Jack because he said he would like, yeah, because he said you'd, you'd use it. Like he felt like, because he wanted to sort of, he's interested in that stuff. He wants a little bit more. So I just gave it to him. Yeah, I think he's taking up like a filmmaking class in uni whenever he goes back to it so yeah, yeah who cool. knows what's gonna happen with all that all this fucking coronavirus is like fucking the world really yeah, jesus christ it's oh god it's pretty mad though because i got my l's recently so it's like the roads mm. have been dead so i've just been like driving <laughs> out and driving <laughs> yeah I've that's been... so funny oh see everyone i know there's been people like they've wanted to go for their next, like to go for their P's or go for like their, um, their full license, but they can't because they're not fucking taking anybody. Oh yeah. Hey. Oh. So that shit. Like there's so much shit, like closed down and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm quite lucky. I've still got a fucking job. 
Hmm. I'm very lucky. Are you getting many shifts? See, because I'm full-time, I'm still guaranteed full-time hours. And uh, we're surprisingly still busy. Like, in my area, it's like, everyone's still traveling, which I think is, like, stupid. I thought we weren't supposed to travel. But I'm still making I'm still making a buck, so I'm very, very lucky. Actually, it's, I've got a funny story. There was um, a woman traveling through with her, her daughter. Um, oh, and what was it? She was like... The mum was like, because I thought she was just local. And she was like, oh, the mum was like, oh, don't put your hands behind your back while we're taking the order and stuff because, you know, we don't want to crash the coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. And then someone asked, oh, where are you traveling from? Oh, we're coming from Newcastle. We're just fucking four hours away. It's like, you're going to, if you, not putting your hand behind your back is not going to save you if you're fucking traveling everywhere, you fucking moron. So dumb. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Jesus Christ. I want before we sort of wrap up the next like five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five minutes. I wanted to ask. So, one thing I'm going to introduce with Onwe is I want to do um, more playlists. Like I think, do you remember the how I did like a playlist which was like some of my top picks, my favorite songs of all time? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you would like talk to me about that, and then like nothing really happened. But yeah. Well, I did because I did mine, and then I was like, I was trying to get everyone's, and I was like, just didn't happen. What I'm going to do now is, starting May, when we sort of do our big return, we're going to have a playlist every week for the first month, and then after that, it's going to be every second week. And I wanted to have you do one, actually. And I wanted... What I wanted you to have, if I look at my fucking... Because I've got a document here which had, like, ideas and fucking shit. Let me just fucking pick it back up. Where is it? Um... Because the first one I'm going to do is, because it's going to come out around my birthday, and it's going to be Famous CEO's Birthday Bash Bangers. And I'm going to put a bunch of fucking bangers that you could, like, you know, have a good jam to, um, you know, about 15, 20 songs. That's going to be the first one. And there's another one, which is going to be, because back in the day, I was a big fan of, like, um, that sort of, like, scene sort of thing, like, a bit of metalcore, post-hardcore, hardcore scene uh emo fucking shit so i'm like you know what let's put together on these metalcore favorites and that's something i'll put together mine um and of course i wanted you to put together some sort of hip-hop playlist or rap or whatever you want to call that fucking like whatever you want to call it and like you should be fucking on it um but i wanted to sort of think i was thinking okay like you could just say we could easily just call it like um on like hip-hop playlist and you just pick like a fucking bunch of hip-hop songs and i feel like for the first one and that one that we'll do will be like that like that that'd be it but i've have like more specific ones that i want to get to eventually like obviously like i want to do an on we crew picks where you choose just like a bunch of songs any genre that are your favorites um i wanted to do one which was like specifically like um like a sad playlist maybe um, I was thinking like genre based, like obviously, um, holiday based, like songs to, um, to blast at Halloween or, um, like, be- and then like decade based as well. Like, oh, the best songs of this decade or the best, so- like the best hip hop songs of this decade or like, do you know what I mean? Like, so it's very, and yeah. then, cause it's obviously it's something we could do like forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. And just like flick around to any of the only guys and go like, Hey, what sort of playlist would you like to make? I reckon that's a good idea. Because um, I, how do you find music? Like, what is your way of finding music? First of all, do you, is it Spotify that you use? Yeah, I use Spotify. Um, 
I, I know, I just sort of have like a select few artists that I'm always like, I, I guess you say I'm a bit of a stan, but you know, Mm-mm. like I'll look out for like new music from them. Um, and I don't know, Reddit, uh, like music and r slash music and r slash hip hop heads. Uh, it's oh, pretty really? good for like finding new stuff and finding out news and stuff. Yeah. Um, cause they're like big and you know, you get people posting like their original music as well. Um, and, you know, sometimes you just get crazy stories about a guy whose town had a huge rap scene and one guy made a song rapping on a tight beat, sampling clowns, rapping about sucking dick. So, you know, <laughs> you, get some, you get some interesting content there. But, um, yeah, and, like, YouTube, stuff like that. Interesting. Just browsing interesting. that recommended. If you could choose your... Who's your... Like, if you could choose one hip-hop artist right now... As your favorite, who would it be? Kanye. That's easy. Kanye, really? And why Kanye? Like, has and why hasn't anybody taken over Kanye in your head? I just like I don't know. It's just like literally every single, well, not every single song, but like ninety nine percent of his songs are just like to me perfect. Like they just hit all the all the notes that I want them to, sort of thing. And it's mm, like I know what you mean. Yeah. He is quite a good artist and he's a good, I think like while his music is great, his vision and his, the way he brands himself is fucking great as well. Like he yeah. just has it all down pat. Yeah, if he's you, fucking crazy like, when though. You, when, you, when you think of Kanye, you get a very specific like thought. Oh God, yeah, without a doubt. Like, you know, you know a Kanye song when you hear it, even if it's like significantly different. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you go, like, very, you go through like, and- his own flair. Oh, God, yeah. Like, if you go from his new albums all the way back to his old ones, like, like the college drop- dropout, like, all the way up to, like, you know, um, Jesus is King. So, like, Life as Pablo is, like, right in the middle for me. Like, it's, I don't know, like, it's really, really good, but it's, and it's sort of between both the styles in a way. Like, his brand new stuff is quite, quite different. Jesus was quite, experimental as well though yeah i would say besides like a like a select few they're all pretty like different besides like college dropout and late registration i reckon they're all like besides those two those two are like pretty similar besides those ones they're all like pretty vast like differences in like sonic sounds and like you know topics and everything because they were like very significant like they were hip-hop like they were strictly you know like that was his it was it was it was very old school sort of like oh, not old school Kanye but you know what I mean and then he sort of like went into that sort of experimental like electro synthy bit of R and B sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get I get what you mean. Like when I first was like listening to like College Dropout and like late registration and stuff, I was thinking like, like damn, this is like good music. Like I can't believe they were making this stuff in the nineties. And then I was like, wait, no, this came out like the year I was born. Like this came that's out crazy, in the early right? in the early two thousands, like early mid two thousands. I was just like, that's crazy. What do you think of Jesus is King as an album? It's not bad. It's it's because it's yeah. It's it's, a, it's very gospely it's, and Christiany, yeah. hip hoppy sort of thing. It, it's very it's like easily his worst, but also I do think it's a bit like over hated. Like I'm just oh, looking, God, yeah. we're just looking at the track track list now. Besides like. Probably 
two or three songs, I'll say everything's like at least decent, and there are some like really great songs. Um, yeah. Do you think he's less consistent? Oh yeah, De- definitely. Yeah, without a doubt. Like I feel like, but that's the thing. It's like it's also like what you're used to and what you want to hear. Like at the end of the day, he's happy making what he's making. He's crazy as fuck, but he's happy making what he's making at the end of the day. Yeah. And you've got like a, if you don't like what happens from like now on, you've got 108 songs or so to go back to from early years that are like yeah. mm. the, the style you want to. And that's that's it. At the end of the day, if you like, like you've got the music there that you want to listen to. Like you don't like the new Kanye, don't listen to the new Kanye. Yeah. That's what, you know, even fucking went on about it. You People want the old Kanye, but you know, the, the new Kanye is him. Do you know what I mean? Like that's obviously yeah. like that sound. That's the dumbest thing I fucking said this podcast. But <laughs> the 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 new Kanye is what he wants is the Kanye he wants to be, and that's at yeah. the end of the day that's what that's what it is. Yeah. It's Before like, we, mm, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, I, I didn't know where I was going either. So it's chill, it's chill. Before we sort of sum up the episode, would you say Kanye is the best rapper of all time? No, I don't think I, like, know that much about the sort of culture to sort of say that. Like, definitely my favourite, but I don't know if I sort of have the authority or knowledge to say the best. So, I don't know. It, it'd be interesting to see. It would be interesting to see. Like, people say Eminem is the best rapper of all time, but I don't think that is true. Like, he's... He is really good. His old stuff's way better, obviously. Mm. Like, I think. Like, his new stuff's, like, definitely not the level that it could be to be good. Like, like that's the thing, like define best rapper. Like, is that the rapping ability? Is that yeah. the song itself? Like there's like so many others, like there's um, like Kendrick Lamar. Um, there's um, what do you call it? Who's the other one I'm thinking of? Like there's Jay-Z there's and like, and B Biggie's like the big one. Like he was a fucking talent without a doubt. Yeah. I, th- I think it sort of depends on sort of like, the person you ask like i know everyone like talks about how like nas and ilmatic are like really like a really great artist and a really great album it's like i understand the influence and like the impact around it it's personally like not sort of like my style like it's Mm. still good music and i listen to it but it's like i prefer other stuff to it if that makes sense oh god yeah and but it's like it's what with anything like favorite opposed to best what how can you objectively say something is the best? Do you know what I mean? Like with anything, like what is the best movie of all time? Is it the one that makes the most money? Is it the one that has the most impact? How do you measure impact? How do you measure? Is it? Is it? <laughs> is yeah, that... No, that's just, is that's it... my, per- that's my personal favorite, you know? It's the awesome oh, that's movie. fucking good. Love that movie. That's fucking great. Um, any final comments before we wrap up? good because I'm going to fucking cut off right here. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. I love you all. Ennui Talk is hosted by Matthew Winner, produced by Ennui. You can listen to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or watch it in its entirety at youtube.com slash TV one You can show your support by becoming an Ennui Plus member where you get exclusive series and podcasts, early access, and member-only perks. Join us at ennui.tv forward slash plus. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.